There is no better show than Friends, at least not to me. That is definitely my opinion. It has been 19 years since that show ended, and it is still my favorite show, and I think it always will be. Welcome to Weenus, a Friends podcast. I am your host, Regina Adams, and this was developed for you. It was developed for anyone out there who loves the show as much as I do, who still considers it their favorite show despite it being off the air for so long, and who will defend it to the end of time that it is better than anything else that has tried to come after it. This first episode, if you've been following along, if you heard the trailer, you know that this whole premise is about breakdowns of the show and looking at timing in particular about certain aspects of the show and then looking at other fun tidbits within the show that may not be time-related, but we can still track in a numbers sense. I have to tell you that as much as I want to just blow right into this and get through all of the interesting details and get right into the time breakdowns of our characters, because it was a little surprising for this first episode for me, just based on what I could and couldn't remember from the show. But There's not as much to discuss this week because we don't have any comparisons to do compared to other episodes. We also don't have an opening scene because it's the first episode. It just opens right up with that theme song, much like our first episode here just did. I have to give a shout out to that music. I hired someone to make that for me, and it is perfect. I couldn't have asked for a better theme song for this podcast. If you are interested in who made that for me, check out the show notes. I've got everybody linked and all of their information and where I found them is saved in the show notes. Getting into this, I need to start off with going back to the beginning. And I apologize if you listened to the mini-sode earlier today. And if you've listened to the trailer, this will be a little bit of a repeat for you. But if you're just coming in and this is the first episode you're hearing, I would just want to give a little background, right? Just what exactly this podcast is, what it's going to be about, how I'm going about it, and kind of the reasoning why. So this podcast is obviously about our fabulous favorite show, Friends. And what I'm looking to do or what my goal is for this podcast is to kind of get a chance to talk about the show that I love so much. And while I will break down certain parts of the show in in a scene way, that's not the goal and that's not the main premise. So really what I want to look at is, especially further down the road, once we get quite a few episodes in, the first few episodes, it's going to be a little bit harder because there's not going to be as much entertaining data yet. We've got to get a little ways in before we can really start to see comparisons and changes and differences. But starting off with this first episode, we're going to look at our speaking time for our main six characters. We'll look at the speaking time for any guest stars that we have. We will look at the closing scene length for all of our episodes. But again, first episode, we're not going to see a whole lot of comparison yet. So we'll get a look at that this episode or speaking time for our main six and our guest stars to go into really quickly why I chose to do speaking time instead of screen time is because speaking time has a clear start and end point, whereas screen time doesn't. You, depending upon how you want to break it down or, you know, the person that's collecting the data, how they want to look at it, it's a little harder to make that guideline of when the screen time starts or stops. You know, do you count screen time as 
including even a foot or a leg, is in the screen, they're on the screen, they count, that's part of the time for them? Or is it only if they're fully on screen and half of the screen doesn't matter or half of their body or part of their, you know, like that's the part that kind of makes it a little sticky. So I wanted to keep it as clean and easy as possible to do this because it's I'm a, a one-person show right now. There isn't a team of people doing this. It's just me. And I needed a way to basically not pull my hair out every time I did these breakdowns with trying to figure out, am I going to include that or not? The other part of that is, is when you have the speaking time versus the screen time, you could have all six characters on screen at the same time or four at the same time. And so I'd have to watch the episode over and over and over again to probably be able to break that down in the right way. And I don't want to do that because I don't want to get tired of the show. So far, this journey has just made me fall in love with the show more. It's created a really interesting way to look at the show. It has probably ruined other shows for me just because of some of the realizations that's coming out of this, which we'll talk about later. But I still love this show and I don't want to dislike it because I have to watch episode one seven times just to get one podcast episode. So by doing this speaking time, I can track and really just watch it once and then maybe go back and look at some outfits or verify a certain scene or look at the opening and closing sections. Before we get any further, you're probably thinking, well, shoot, this is data and there's breakdowns and there's timings. And if I were listening to this on a podcast, my brain would be spinning when the numbers were starting to shoot at me. So I would want to see visuals, right? I'm a very visual person, so I am creating the visual. So I'm going to tell you all the numbers during the podcast. Typically, I'm going to either sprinkle the numbers in throughout or I'll save them all for the end, depending upon what came out of the data breakdown. And if it's something crazy interesting and I don't want to give it away at the front of the episode, then it'll be towards the end. But as I mentioned, the visual side of it, right, I... I need visuals. I need graphs. I love graphs. I love colorful graphs. I love making graphs. So all of this data is going to be put into graphs and it's going to be posted on our Instagram page, which is the same name as the podcast, Weenus a Friends podcast. The graph posts are going to come out either Friday or Saturday of that week. It's not going to come out on Thursday. And the reason for that is I don't want anybody who's scrolling to accidentally see the data before they can listen in because it might kind of ruin the episode. Or you just may not understand what you're looking at if you don't listen to the episode first, depending upon how much I decide to give away in captions and things like that. So definitely go follow us if you are a visual person and you want to see this stuff in visual form, which I promise you, you're probably going to want to. It just makes it so much cooler and really solidifies what's happening and just a little bit how crazy it is. There were some surprising things for me to see. So going into episode one, I haven't watched season one in a very long time. When I started this whole idea and this journey, I knew that I didn't want to do anything other than using the box sets, but my box sets are really damaged and I was pretty sure they weren't going to play. I finally found you can buy season one through 10 at Barnes and Noble and I couldn't tell from the outside of the packaging if they were the uncut versions, but I had to take a chance and I knew exactly which episode I could go to to figure out if it was the uncut or not. And I went and checked and of course it's the uncut version. So it's perfect because I was able to, um, it's the right version that I wanted to do this with. So I have all the DVDs again. Going into the themes, obviously we're going to have our dating theme. Dating is going to be a big theme that runs throughout this show. 
for the entirety of the 10 seasons, particularly season or episode one being with Monica dating Paul the wine guy. Also talking about, you know, Ross getting back out there and dating. Joey has a date in this episode. You know, Ross having this crush on Rachel, which is, you know, we, we find out about that in the first episode. And, you know, it's a recurring theme throughout the 10 seasons as well is his, you know, this love for Rachel that he's always had. But asking her on a date comes up. And then, of course, related to Ross, we have divorce and just marriage in general. You know, he just wants to be married and he doesn't want to be divorced. And in that also comes Rachel, right? So Rachel ran off from her wedding and didn't get married. So she doesn't quite have the divorce, but she also didn't have the marriage. But there's that kind of stuff involved with that whole conversation. And then we have jobs in general. We find out very early on, which I kind of don't remember this a whole lot, but I do now, obviously. <laughs> we find out about, you know, what Monica does for a job because obviously we see her actually at her job in this episode. And then we find out that Joey's an actor. We find out that Chandler works, kind of find out what he does, but we don't really. We just know that he has a job. So we find out about their jobs. And then obviously there's the storyline of Rachel needing to get a job because she's getting cut off from her dad, which in that we also find out that Rachel obviously comes from a wealthy background, whether she's got a trust fund or... It's just she has dad who makes a lot of money and has always taken care of her. Um, so we, we we hear and find out a little more about people's life than I remember. And we find out a lot more about Phoebe's background than I ever remember. When Rachel's kind of having a freak out moment about what she's going to do and living in the city and holy cow, my dad's got me off. Phoebe kind of goes into this little rant about, oh, I totally know how you feel and da 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 and talks like this, gives this weird backstory of her life and... Rachel just kind of stares at her like, I don't know what you just said to me. So we do find out more about Phoebe's background than I remember. I don't remember learning that much that early on. And then for our main characters. So every episode, I'm going to give you guys kind of what my thought is on the main characters. And I intend to, not intend, I am doing this. I am picking my main characters before I watch the episode because I don't want the time breakdowns to influence my picks for the main characters, because what I want to do is based on the title and based on the title and based on what I remember before I watch the episode, I want to select my main characters and see if based on the title, you know, someone should be a main character. Is their timing, their speaking time in the episode correlated to them being one of the main characters? So for example... This first episode, as we most, well, hopefully a lot of us know, and if you listen to the mini-sode on earlier today, this episode had multiple names, depending upon where you look and, and who references and whatever, there's different names for it. I referenced it as the pilot because that's how it always was listed on the box sets. But it's also known as the one where Monica gets a roommate. And so with that title, right, Monica should be one of our main characters and maybe even her roommate, right? Rachel should be one of the main characters. And and then because of what I remember and knowing that we find out about Ross's divorce and, you know, he's got to move out and move into his own place, I put Ross as one of the main characters. So I've got Monica, Ross, and Rachel as the main characters. And I'll just tell you right now that the speaking time per character definitely lives up to the main characters, that it it worked perfectly, but it's not always going to be that way. That is one thing I'll tell you up front before we get into all the other episodes. There are episodes where the main character or who I'm picking as the main character based on the title of the episode, that character doesn't end up being one of the top speakers in the episode and, and surprisingly doesn't even end up really being one of the main storylines almost. It's kind of weird, but that will happen. It did not happen in episode one, but it will happen down the line. 
with this, so <laughs> I'm kind of doing some fun stuff. So other than, like I said, I'm doing these breakdowns of the timing, how long the opening scene is, how long the closing scene is. I'm also tracking where our opening scenes are, where our closing scenes are. And then in a numbers way, I'm tracking how many characters get selected for a main character theme for the episode. And then I'm also looking at who, how many, like how many opening or closing words a character has. So if they, you know, consistently close a show or, you know, maybe, maybe, I highly doubt this is going to happen, but maybe one character never closes a show. Maybe one character never opens a show. I don't know that at this point, but, and maybe that'll be the situation for one ep- or one season, but not the whole series, right? So that's, those are the kind of little fun tidbits that I'm, I'm pulling from this bigger picture that I'm trying to look at. And I just want to say before I get into the words and all the numbers and everything, because we're coming up on the time to do that, I just need to say that this This entire breakdown and everything I'm doing is in no way to destroy the show or look at the show in a crappy light. It's it's all from a place of love. I have the Lego sets. I have the Funko Pops. I have the Culture Fly boxes. I have a lot of books. I have magazines where they've been featured on the cover and I just saved it. Do I wish I had more? Hell yes. But do I have room for more? I don't know about that. I love all the random stuff you can find on Amazon that is friends related. Like there's just, there's so much stuff out there that you can get related to this show. I wish I could own it all. I really do. Not that I use it all or even display it all. Some of it just sits in a box, but I love it. And it, I would never want to spend my time breaking down this show and then highlighting the negative aspects. That's just not something I'm going to do. I'm not going to discuss simple errors like birthdays and, you know, Ross has a birthday in October, but then he has a birthday in May, and then he has a birthday in some other month. I'm not going to look at that. That is stuff that everyone else points out. That is stuff that other people who don't even have to be a huge fan of the show will figure out and find. I'm not interested in that stuff because I've been hearing it for years, right? We all have. We've all been hearing that stuff for years. My goal is to bring something new to the conversation about the show and have something fun and interesting to look at. All from a place of love. It's never going to be a negative thing. Even when I'm providing my opinions on whether I like an episode storyline or hate a storyline or hate an outfit or dislike a hairstyle, whatever, that is in no way disrespect to any of the costume designers or the set designers or the writers or the creators or anybody involved with making the show. It's no disrespect to them. It's just a personal opinion. You know, my favorite episode may be someone else's least favorite episode. My least favorite episode could be someone else's favorite. And a lot of times when I look at least favorites and favorites of my episodes, it's not just an overall, it's a good episode. There's usually little moments or one-liners or incredible acting that happens in the episode. And I'm actually through this process, because I'm paying a little bit more attention to detail with that stuff, I'm finding that I actually like season one more than I thought I did because there are just the, the cast chemistry is there, but it hasn't built up yet like it gets in the later seasons when they just gel so well. But there's still just so many moments individually that these characters and these actors are bringing to the show that just make it hilarious and incredible. 
Let's get to it. The pilot episode we are looking at, it is a 29 minute and 32 second runtime. That is the DVD runtime. That is not what's on TV. I'm pretty sure all the TV episodes were cut down to about 22 minutes, somewhere around there. This pilot episode is 29 minutes and 32 seconds. And with our speaking time, I am going to look at here really quick. I'm going to kind of do this backwards than what I have been doing. Total runtime is the 29 minutes, 32 seconds. Our total non-speaking time, that includes all the guest stars and all six main characters. Non-speaking time is 13 minutes and 35 seconds out of 29 minutes. <laughs> It's not quite half the episode, but it's pretty dang close. And that was probably one of the the biggest initial shocking things to see was how much time is dead time. I'm calling it dead time because it's not speaking time, but meaning it's just, you know, looking at the characters. It might be laughing time in between jokes. That's what's included in that as well, because I'm not obviously tracking how much there's laugh, you know, laughter in the background because that's not any of our characters talking. So that includes the laughter that includes the fade ins, fade outs. That includes the 45 second opening theme song. That includes the three second closing credits. That includes anytime they're panning up on a, you know, the skyline or the apartment building or someone's work building. It includes all of that. When I say that, it's like, oh, yeah, that's quite a bit of stuff. But when you watch the episode without breaking it down and just looking at it, I don't think we process how much time the character's not speaking at all. And then taking into account, I started thinking about this when I was doing this, but taking into account the fact that they were making a million dollars an episode in the later seasons. And it's just mind boggling to me how much dead time there is in the episode. And that is the part I was talking about earlier on when I said looking at the show this way has ruined other shows for me because now I'm consciously aware of how much time is not speaking. And it makes me want to fast forward through the episodes, not the Friends episodes, but these other ones, because I'm thinking to my, this, there's nothing important in this part. They're not talking. So let's fast forward. If we took out all the parts that didn't have any talking, shows would be so short. To be exact, they would be 15 minutes and 57 seconds for Friends for this first episode if they cut out all the dead time. Very short episode. But so Going into that, looking at that, our guest time was only a minute and 10 seconds. So our guest time is very small. We only had three guest stars, so it's not expected to be a whole lot of time spent with them anyways. Our smallest time was done by the coffee girl. She's only got two seconds of time. And then our next time is Franny, who is Monica's co-worker. She had 19 seconds of time in this episode. And then the top breadwinner for this episode is Paul the Wine Guy. He's got 49 seconds, almost a full minute. Now, the part that gets crazy is how much time our main six characters have. Phoebe and Joey were pretty minimal characters in these first episodes. There's not a whole lot they contribute. Chandler as well, but Chandler had kind of a storyline in the opening and the closing scene of the episode because they're talking about his dreams. So his is a little bit more present where Joey and Phoebe are just, they're just secondary background characters for a lot of this. I personally would have put Monica as the number one main character, but she is not the number one speaking time for this episode. And I have a theory about that. Our top speaking person is Rachel. So Rachel actually tops the episode with three minutes and 31 seconds. She doesn't even come into the episode until four minutes in, and she ends up with the most speaking time of any character. A little surprising to see that because I really thought Monica would have the most time. 
you know, she has her own separate date scene. You know, she she opens the show. There's there's so much that goes into this that I really thought she'd be at the top and she wasn't. She's not far behind, though. She's got three minutes and 21 seconds, so she's not too far behind. And then Ross comes in at third place at two minutes and 39 seconds. So as I mentioned, you know, Monica, Ross, and Rachel were my main characters for the episode. They are the top three in timing. Chandler comes in at number four with two minutes and one second. Joey at number five with one minute and 39 seconds. And Phoebe at sixth place with one minute and 37 seconds. So top three, bottom three wasn't unexpected in that sense. Uh, Just the order of it was what was a little surprising to me. And then how far behind Joey and Phoebe are from Rachel and Monica. You know, they're so much further ahead than those two are. Having Rachel at the top, my theory for the reason why Rachel's at the top and why Monica's in second place is because A, Rachel, especially in this first episode, she got more monologue type sections in her lines, whereas Monica's been, you know, she's responding. She's not really telling a story. You know, she's not talking to her dad on the phone. She's not trying to call Barry. You know, she's not doing any of that stuff. She's just responding. Yes, she goes on a date. But again, even on the date, she's responding to Paul most of the time. She's not having a whole lot of moments of long speaking, whereas Rachel has longer monologues. With that, Monica is also, she delivers her lines faster, whereas Rachel is slower in her speaking and she kind of drags some of her words out. You know, she's seen as this kind of whiny, spoiled person. And that shows in, to me, that shows in the way that she speaks as the character. Jennifer Aniston, when she does this character, it shows in how she's speaking. She's kind of a little whiny and she drags her words out and she just, ugh. Whereas Monica is... As we know, a little OCD, she's high energy, and she also works in the restaurant industry. If you've ever worked in the restaurant industry, it's very high pace, it's a very high energy area, and people tend to speak really quickly in those environments. And so I think that's kind of where to keep in line with her character and her character storyline, her delivery of her lines are much quicker. So that's kind of my theory for why Monica sits below Rachel in this first episode. We'll see if that kind of continues in episodes where they kind of seem to have relatively the same or maybe I think Monica has more, but then she ends up with less speaking time. We'll see how it goes. Like I said, this is only episode one. I'm not going to give away anything from the future, but can't wait to have you guys back next week, Tuesday. I know everything was today on Thursday, but Tuesday next week we'll have mini-sode number two. And then next Thursday we will have the full breakdown for episode two. All right, going into next week, I have a question for you. I want to know if you have ever dreamt of Liza Minnelli. Thanks for tuning in this week. Don't forget to follow me over on Instagram at Weenus a Friends Podcast for visuals of each week's data. And if you love the breakdown this week, please go rate and subscribe to the podcast anywhere you're listening. Be sure to join me next week on Tuesday at 11 a.m. for our next mini-sode.